I worship at Metro because of the power of God. I think we have to be authentic and come and give gratitude to him. We have to give thanksgiving to him. And when you come with your heart, God accept the uh, gratitude that you gave him. And I worship because of that, because God is awesome, is everlasting, is the one that always deserves all the honor and glory, and we give him all the adoration. This is the Metropolitan United Methodist Church Podcast. want to consider for a few moments men of faith strong and courageous men of faith strong and courageous let us pray may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be found acceptable in your sight O God our strength and our Redeemer. And the church said, Amen. Amen. Men of faith, strong and courageous. Today across our nation, people are celebrating Father's Day. It's a day that we say thank you. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the guidance. Thank you for providing for us. Thank you for being our shelter and our protector. Thank you for being the person who we model ourselves and our lives after. For some, I'm aware this is not a good day. Perhaps it's challenging because you either did not have a father in the home or he was present with human frailties that keep you longing. It is my prayer and it is my hope that even in this moment that these words will find for you a place of healing that your soul might find new purpose and joy on the journey as you seek to understand God as your father. Our text today is the sunset of David's life and it's the sunrise of the reign of his son Solomon. David wants his son to understand what is required to be a good king. He wants them to understand that he needs to keep ever before him the divine will of God so that he can be fruitful in all that he does. Let's explore for a moment God as Father. We know indeed that God is spirit, and as such he is neither male nor female, and yet we know that God manifests in this world, both in the masculine and the feminine. When we experience God as Father, we often think of God as provider, protector, leader, just to name a few of those attributes. The Holy Spirit is often referred to as God in the feminine energy, God as sustainer, God as nurturer, God as comforter. This season of Pentecost, we are embracing our new summer theme, new life, new spirit, taking it to the streets. We are challenging ourselves to find something in every sermon this summer 
that will encourage us and enable us to live out our faith in the world. We want to see where God is provider, protector, and leader in places all around us, that we ourselves might be a demonstration of that protection, of that leadership, of that providing. This is what this theme is all about. New life, new spirit, taking it to the streets. The church is more than a building. You and I are the church. We are the people. We are the lifeblood of the community of faith. The New Testament community of faith understood this. And they understood that in order for them to be alive and thriving, they needed to be a demonstration of God's activity in the world. Today, as we celebrate Father's Day, I invite us to ponder how you, how I might walk in the loving energy of a loving parent. If you were to ask 10 different people to define manhood, you would probably receive 10 different definitions. But if you were to ask those same 10 people to define a man of faith who is strong and who is courageous, their definitions would probably be rather close. Because a man of faith who is strong and courageous embodies particular skills and attributes. He has to be a person of good character, one who is responsible, one who walks in integrity. The Bible tells us that the man is the head of the house, that the man is called to set the example for the family. The responsibility of leadership is placed upon his shoulders. Responsibilities that include not only social and political, but economical responsibilities. He's the one who helps us to walk in the ways of social justice, to understand that it's important to work for those things that are good and right and healthy for all individuals. When I was thinking about preparing for this message and I thought about my dad, who was a member of the UAW, and I have fond memories of walking in the Labor Day parades. Now, of course, as a child, I was probably more interested in getting to the end of the walk when we went to the community center for orange soda. But that being said, what I learned through that activity was that we were working for the rights of blue-collar workers. I may not have understood all of the details, but he had us in a place so that we could experience something in life that would provide quality and add experience for not only ourselves, but for people who were working to make a better life for themselves. I must admit that I was an adult before I realized that not every child had at least two weeks of family vacation where they were together learning and exploring new horizons. I have to admit, I was an adult before I realized that not every child went to church camp every summer. And I certainly didn't realize that it was a gift to not only complete a bachelor's and a master's degree, but to not have one inch of student loan debt. Men of faith 
strong and courageous. I don't think that I understood all that my father did and expected, and of course he had frailties, he was human. But what I know as an adult is that I was gifted with parents who provided a strong foundation and did whatever was required that we might have whole, solid lives. It was in his DNA to provide to try to provide for us a better way of life, to help us understand that education was the way. And so the only job that we had was to go to school. I remember being frustrated. My friends were working and buying cars and my parents, your job is to go to school. And I would talk about someone else and they'd say, and if they were gonna jump off a bridge, would you be going with them too? Had to have known my mom to know her sense of humor. The point is that having parents that lead, guide, and direct, and having a father in the home that understood that whatever hard work was required, he was willing to do it. To work in his community right where he was. To make a difference right where he was. It's important because as we look at this lesson that David is saying and sharing with Solomon, he wants him to understand you can be a great king, you can make a difference in the world, but you need to keep your eyes and your mind and your heart fixed on that which God would have you to do. Be strong and show yourself to be a man. You must walk in the ways of the Lord. Keep the Lord's statutes. Keep the Lord's commandments. David's advice came from his own experience because he had been reared in a God-fearing home. He understood the ways of God. He understood that he had power and strength because of the God that he served. He was able to be a demonstration of courage and faith at a young age with the giant Goliath because of the home that he was reared in. David was both courageous and humble. Even though he struggled, in his humanity he made mistakes, he was a disappointment in some ways, and yet with those shortcomings, he still was able to prove himself to be able to shoulder the responsibilities that God had placed upon him. He was able to admit when he was wrong and to correct his mistakes. He could humble himself enough before God and man to say, I really blew it this time, but I am willing to try again. Most people looked at David as king and ruler, but he understood that his role as father was important as well. He taught his sons to live lives of virtue and value. He encouraged them to embrace the ways of self-discipline and respect as character builders. These were essential blocks to help them become men of faith, strong and courageous. These were the tools that David was giving to Solomon, helping him to never forget that his true source of power, his true source of strength came from God. These are the very words that every father should be whispering into the ears of their sons. Trust God. Walk in the ways of God. 
These are the words that enable little boys to become men of faith. There are three elements to facilitate this process. The strength of a man's character, the strength of a man's commitment, and the strength of a man's faith. When we're talking about character, we want to know if when the chips are down, can he think straight and keep his family on steady course? When life is difficult, sickness, failure, depression, defeat, can he weather the storms? Can he resist success at the expense of other people? These are the questions that we need to ponder when we think about the strength of a man. A man of strong courage, a man of strong character is one who has inner strength. That kind of strength that appears to be hidden, but when the challenges of life occur, they rise up and they're able to be strong and to move in empowering ways in the world. And then there's the man's commitment. We can measure a true man of faith by his willingness to stand by his commitment, to be present for better or worse, in sickness and in health, to see himself as a provider, protector, to see himself as one who is willing to take the leadership. As I live in this world, I realize in the secular culture, it is a thing, and I have parentheses around this, for young women to take care of young men today. However, I'm a little old school, so I raised my girls to understand that taking care of a man is not an option, and my nephews to understand that sitting at home and expecting a woman to take care of them is not acceptable. A man's commitment. Now let me read this other sentence and not forget it. There is nothing wrong with working together to create life and work balance that sustains a family, but the operative word is working together. The moment that the expectation is that the woman is taking care of the man as a primary breadwinner while he finds himself, and if you watch TV court shows, uh, playing video games and waiting to be the next rapper, that's a problem. I'm just saying. I'm going to move on now because there are those who would say she's meddling. A man's strength of his faith. Faith is acting on the unseen knowing that God is already at work on your behalf. It's believing that that which you have not seen is going to materialize from the unseen God. It's trusting that God can and will manifest in your life. A man of faith is one who plans and thinks ahead, does his part, and then seeks God to do the rest. Does his part, and then seeks God to do the rest. A man who is sober of mind, focused and willing to do what is required to move forward. 
one of these singer songwriters I like to listen to. His name is Ricky Byers Beckwith, and she has a song entitled, My Connection with God. And, and it, the lyrics are really interesting. I used to think that I needed a whole lot of money. I used to think I needed a house by the ocean. I used to think that I needed a really fast car. I used to think that I needed somebody. But what I learned is all I needed was my connection with God. A man of faith knows that his strength comes from his connection with God. A man of faith understands that his power comes from his connection with God. His ability to see beyond what appears to be comes from his connection with God. A man who is strong and courageous knows and acknowledges that God is all he needs. This Father's Day, I encourage all of us to apply these gems to our lives, to be strong, to trust in the Lord, to know that the way we live is the power of God moving through us, to understand that God wants us to give of ourselves to others, to understand that God wants us not only to say that we trust and believe in God, but to live our lives as if that is our only reality. A man of faith, strong and courageous, is determined to help those along the way that he finds on the journey. There's an old gospel song that people used to sing, if I can help somebody along the way, if I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody where they're going wrong, then my living will not be in vain. A man of faith, strong and courageous, understands that this is the challenge. This is the charge that indeed he is present, actively living in the world the word of God for the people of God. One of the things we are committed to doing this summer is to ask the question, so what is our takeaway? How is it that this week I can be a provider? How is it this week I can be a protector? How is it this week that I can live with integrity so that people understand that what I understand to be the word of God indeed is who I am as a person of faith? So I'm going to invite you to just close your eyes for a moment, to take a deep breath, and to ask yourself, what are you willing to do this week that will make you different when you come back this time next week? Amen. God, I'm trusting that we've um, examined ourselves and we've challenged ourselves to do something different. Yesterday morning at the breakfast with the United Methodist Women, 
I was asked how things were coming with Kids Camp. And I explained that we're on the journey and we're, we're moving forward. And the individual I was speaking with said, well, we don't have those deep pockets anymore. And I smiled and I said, no, but we have individuals. And so the challenge, when you talk about providing for young people, maybe you can't do $420, which is the whole summer camp. But even if you gave $100 and you think about what it is that you might have to give up in order to be faithful in that way, I invite you to really challenge yourself to take your faith into the streets and ministering to the children of our community is indeed taking it to the streets. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Metro UMC podcast. Please join us for worship at 11 a.m. on Sunday mornings or at 5 o'clock on Tuesdays for 5 o'clock rush. You can find more information at metroumc.org or on Facebook under Metropolitan United Methodist Church. Metropolitan United Methodist Church is a biblically-based, multicultural, diverse, Christ-centered congregation where everyone is welcome. Intro and outro music by the Marvin Jones Trio and their recording, I Remember You.